Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Live from Rogers Place on a game night. Minnesota in town. The 6-3-1 Oilers after an 0-2 start, taking on the 6-3-2 Minnesota Wild, who lost 5-2 last night in Vancouver. Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex, trusted by 630 Ched. Visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and more at digitex.ca. You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line, brought to you by Heartland Ford. With over $10 million in new and pre-owned inventory, They're one of the largest volume Ford dealers in the province of Alberta. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan. You can call us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. I'm Bob Stoffer. You can reach me at Bob underscore Stoffer back in the studio. A huge part of the show he puts the show together every day is Brendan Escott, at Brendan Escott, and uh, the show Twitter account is at Oilers Now. And on Tuesdays, it is Burke Spector, Stoffer, and Spector for Horse Racing Alberta and the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. Do you want to tell you the guests on the show receive gift cards to the Japanese Village? Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Edmonton, South, Downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park. All right, Mark, uh, let's get back to our conversation point on uh, Yesa Poliarvi. Uh, so we're basically in agreement with uh, Bouchard. And I'll, I'll just add this. I mentioned it earlier in the show, Mark. Like, I'm always a little leery of commenting. Well, what's a guy like in the room? I'm not in the room. Yep. Like, I might be on that plane every every trip, uh, but I, you know, there's a professional, courteous respect factor there. Yeah. We are the tag along guys on that uh, on that plane. Um, but with Bouchard, he, I will tell you this: really mature kid, totally gets it. Bright guy, has hockey sense. 
the fiber twitch probably needs a little bit. Like he looks sometimes he doesn't look urgent enough <laughs> on the ice, right? Yeah, Which, little, the NHL game will speed and, that up a little. And he up. he did. I mean, yeah, he scored a goal in his last game. He also made three mistakes that could have ended up in the net. He's the first guy to get it. He's a smart guy. I think you and me both have confidence this is going to turn out to be a terrific pick for the Edmonton Oilers. Oh, for sure. In Yamamoto's case, the guys like him. That is apparent. He, uh, You know how Tom McClellan talks about getting inside a guy's jerseys? Yeah, getting inside of equipment, yeah. He he plays that way. You know, what I'm, yep. you, you know what I mean? Like, he's great on strips. He just hasn't finished. So, but there's, now, who made the picks, those two picks? Well, those are for sure Keith Gretzky picks. Keith Gretzky yeah. picks, right? Paul Yarby, part of a very interesting draft class back in uh, 2016. Yep. Because it was Line A and Paul Yarby and... Uh, now, do you recall Austin who... Matthews went first. Yeah, so we knew Matthews was going one. Do you recall who I suggested? I, I think you were a Matt Kachuk guy, as I recall. Yes, I was yeah. a Matt Kachuk guy. Yeah. And I was told that some people felt there were concerns on his skating, and I'm like... I don't know. I watched him limp around the ice on one leg with a broken angle down in uh, Red Deer and win the Memorial Cup yeah. for London. Skating looked quite all right for me. And and don't get me wrong, I hate him when he plays against Edmonton. I would love to have that guy on the Oilers team. Yeah, no, he's a good player. He's I mean, a good player. It was a goofy draft because, yes, you pull your RV wasn't even supposed to go. Uh, the decision for the Oilers, who drafted fourth, was would they take Pierre-Luc Dubois, who... Uh, Columbus snapped up at number three, or would they take Ole Ulevi? If they wanted a defenseman, was that defenseman going to be Ulevi, or was it going to be Sergachev? Uh, Pugliarvi wasn't even in question. The orders were never going to get Pugliarvi. And then all of a sudden on draft day, boom, he falls to you. Yeah. And uh, here's what I don't know. I mean, I'm going to assume that on their list, he was a top three pick. Did you hear, Brian Burke? Did you hear Brian Burke on Thursday? No. He said we had Pugliarvi very high. Yeah, everybody. I, I'm a, everybody did. I, and, I am. We know. I saw Brad Trailovin and Peter Shirelli. Hmm. So, Yarbo Kekalainen, uh, the draft was in Buffalo, okay? And we were on the side that year for a broadcast location. At one point, Yarbo Kekalainen was talking to Brad Trailovin mm-hmm. and Peter Shirelli, okay? Kekalainen left, and there was this look on, on Shirelli and Trailovin's face. But... I think we'd be naive to believe that the, there was maybe a discussion there about a potential deal between Edmonton and Calgary. Well, it's hard to make a deal when you're Edmonton and Calgary because you got to live with it. <laughs> but I believe Five they had – when Berkey says we had Poliarvi ranked very high, yeah. it wouldn't have surprised me. Hey, know. listen, I'm here to tell you that there's, there's 29 or 28 GMs Given that same situation where Pugliarvi's still there and they're picking fourth, who take Pugliarvi? It was just the no-brainer pick. Every single person in the arena was ready to see the orders take Pugliarvi. They did. It's just how it was going to go. That's not a, an issue. I had Kachuk at four, and I know damn well the orders love Sergachev. So yeah, they were, I think, had Pugliarvi gone, I believe the orders would have taken Sergachev. They would have taken Sergachev. So whatever. You know what? We'll, they, these are good things to drink beer over, but the point is, in my esteem, you got Pugliarvi, you got to make a player out of him. And hopefully you can. And hopefully he can be made into a player. You know, it's the, this team's got to develop a, a high-round pick here. You can't fail on this guy. But as you have stated, it takes. he's a prospect. He's not a suspect yet at this stage. Well, he's young? only 20. Yeah, He's got 100 games under his belt. He's only 20. Are we a little disappointed that at 100 games he's not taken off? Yeah, for sure Oilers fans would be. So is the organization. But now you got to dig in. 
you got to dig in and figure out what does this kid need and how do we make him better. And you you can't let has that been that an area of expert, has that been an area of expertise with Edmonton? Uh, no, but uh, one th- one thing I've not ever been sure of is, you know, I want to say this, Bob, of all the guys they drafted and didn't turn into into players, how many of them went elsewhere and turned into players? Yeah. How many of them? Maybe they didn't draft players, right? That's my thinking most of the way. Nail Yakupov's a great example. A lot of people out there think the Oilers failed the player. Really? He had four head coaches in Edmonton. Okay. That didn't help. But he it had did one look, in St. Louis. But it, he had one in Colorado, and, the dad, and now he's in the cave. And the dad called out Mike Yo this week. Did he? Oh, Nail's dad, Rail. I don't yeah, care rail. what the hockey dads say. Yep. But you know what? That He was not a player. Nail Yakupov, now you could say the Oilers should have recognized that and not drafted him, and that is a fair assessment. But don't tell me that they didn't develop the player. No one can develop Mark, that Mark, can player. I tell he you something? He's a KHL player. I'll go. Like, I've worked for the team. This is year 11. So 2009 draft, you know who I wanted. Yeah. I wanted Ryan Ellis. And Stu McGregor took Mandis PRV, and we, we made a little wager over it, okay? 2010, were you a Hall or Sagan guy? Uh, I was a Hall guy. I was a Hall guy all Couldn't day. Couldn't go wrong. Couldn't Sagan's go. really, really, really 2011. Good. Was there anybody but Nuge for no, you? No, it was Nuge for It was sure. Nuge all the way. 2012, I'm going to be the first to admit, okay, I wanted Yak until about two days before the draft. And then some stuff started to, but I still, if it was me, I would have taken Yakupov in 2012. Well, who, who, the vast majority of the Oilers scouts were not taking right. Yakupov. But you know what? The the vast majority of of all the publications, everybody else yep. had Yakupov number one. I bet you he was, was more of a number one that year in 2012 than Hall or Nugent Hopkins yeah. wasn't. Yeah, I'll bet you there was 20 to 23 GMs would have taken Yakupov first. Okay, 2013. That was when Nurse went seventh. Yeah, I'd like okay. that pick. Okay, I can I tell you who I thought they? I thought what about Nachushkin? Like I, that, I thought Nichushkin okay. was going to be a Nurse power a forward. Far better pick. Nurse is a way better pick. So I was wrong on that one. Hmm. 2014, you know the story. I mean, Drysaddle, we were all over Drysaddle two months before the Excellent draft. Excellent pick. Had to get him. How lucky was Edmonton? I mean, don't get me wrong. Sam Reinhart's uh, 25 yeah, Buffalo goal. blew that. If they you're blew. sitting in Buffalo right now. Tim Murray's that. still a GM if he'd taken Leon Drysaddle. Yeah, maybe. 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 Yeah, they blew that one. Two fif- uh, 2015, to paraphrase Tim, well, I won't say who it was, but uh, there was a, let's just say there was a general manager that said Ray Charles would have picked Connor McDavid number one. So, so <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, for sure. Right? And and as for the actual trade for Reinhardt, because I was of the belief it was just going to be the number one, I was comfortable with that trade. I thought, well, that makes sense. You're getting a guy that was drafted fourth overall. Yeah, well, you know him. You should know him better than anybody. You're giving up a 16th pick. Yeah, bad didn't, trade. Didn't work out, right? Bad trade. So there you go. I mean, you're sometimes you're right. Sometimes you're wrong in this business. Who's the guy you've been most wrong on? You were sure was going to be a player and you were wrong. Oh, oh, boy. I'm not saying that that guy doesn't exist. I just can't think of him. Who did I think was going to be a player? I was wrong on Reinhardt. Okay. okay. I, was never I thought Reinhardt had a chance to be like Sir Savard. Didn't work hard enough. Yeah, no, and now he's just simply not a player. He's in the American Hockey League. Uh, yeah, and uh, <laughs> hey, it's a tough one. Uh, you, you only remember the ones you're right on? Yeah, I See, that's a sign of a guy that sees life with I a glass. I think of a guy. I, I'm sure that the guy exists that I thought would be a player that never played. Yeah. Uh, gentlemen, I just caught the end of your conversation here in the previous segment. Haven't heard anybody say regarding Yamamoto how many penalties he draws. There you go. 
Why do you draw penalties? Because you're a threat to the other team. Uh, I, I'm going to say it again, Bob. Every player who plays as hard and it does all the little things right and is as responsible and draws penalties and steals pucks, any guy who does all that stuff, the production follows. Yeah. Production will follow for Yamamoto if he keeps playing this well. Man, we got some great texts coming in, and we're going to go to Latin next. It's 117 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Here, here we go. It is, uh, I better turn you down here until you get your headset on there. Uh, 120 Edmonton, Stoffer Inspector brought to you by the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. Uh, uh, this text comes in. So, Bob, does the Oilers as a team have a brutal track record for developing players? Has that been an issue? I personally have more confidence now in the setup that exists down in Bakersfield. Jay Woodcroft's the head coach. They got nothing but young players down there, so he's got to play young guys. You know, I totally understood why when they went to Oklahoma City, they brought in some veterans. I mean, Alex Giroux was making half a million a year there playing, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, But I I have more confidence now. You can text us at 630, 630. The Haas says, Bob. Pool party has barely one year of NHL experience. Yes, I'm not. Mark Amir, both, he is a prospect. He is not a suspect in our world. Uh, you can text us at 630-630. We should have taken Matthew Kachuk. Well, there isn't anybody in that draft year that had Kachuk ranked higher than Paul Yervy. I'm here to tell you that. Nope. Okay. How about, uh, how about Charlie McAvoy going 14th? Yeah. Anyone hear Charlie McAvoy's name even in the top? Eight or ten that year? No. No. Uh, This out of Grand Prairie. Gentlemen, as we go back to our Heartland 4 text line. Been saying this for over a year. Uh, Paul Yarvey needs another good Finn to play with or even just to be on the team. The language thing is a huge issue for some players, and he is one of them. Well, that's a possibility. And we need to explain this. Like, I don't know if our listeners know. He lived on his own. He did not have a billet. He lived on his own from 13 to 17. Who does that? I, I don't know how that happens. How does actually. that happen? How I don't does a ho- Finnish hockey situation allow a 13-year-old kid to live on his own? Or 14 or 15 or Because he was such a physical freak. Or 17. Yeah. You know? Right? Kidding me? Uh, you can text us at 630, 6, 6.30. Speck, Yakupov had two coaches in St. Louis. That was your hitch got canned. Whatever. Neither mm. one. Turn him into a player. Okay. Uh, this honest text out of Edmonton, guys. I thought uh, Grigorenko would be dry settle, and I thought Jack Campbell was a can't miss number one goaltender. <laughs> Good go. for you. You're an honest guy, <laughs> Bob. What about Pavel Brendel? Boy, he's the poster boy for that can't miss that flopped. Spec. I saw yeah. Pavel Brendel yeah. with the Calgary Hitman in Regina, and I was working for behind the scenes doing Fox Gordon stats, mm-hmm. and he scored two shorthanded goals in 30 seconds in Regina one night. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this guy looks like a cross between Jagger and Lemieux. The Rangers thought that too. Took him fourth, bus city. How about how about that young uh, junior-aged Ryan Getzlaff who was lazy and couldn't skate and couldn't play? <laughs> there were some guys who said, ah, oh, no, he's lazy. He'll, his game will never translate to the NHL. <laughs> but it did translate to Team Canada in the Olympics. <laughs> Uh, Mark has texted the show. For those that are complaining about taking Paul Yarvey, could you imagine if we took Ole Leo Levy? Crisis averted. Uh, and this text out of Lac from Matt. So, 
Do something on the ice if you want to play. Paul Yarby might not ever play. Hey, yes, I'm here to tell you, Paul Yarby could play Thursday night. He could be back in the lineup Thursday. Well, he'll play, but I think when he says he might not ever play, he might not be a successful player. And, and in the end, frankly, uh, it does fall. You know, we always blame the team and blame the coach and blame the line mates and do the points per 60 with 10 different guys. And at some point, the player needs to play. The player needs to. 75-25 on the player, for yeah, sure. The player needs to be in control of this ship. The biggest draft bus per Sportsnet, Alexander Digg, 1993. Patrick Steffen, 1999. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pavel Brendel, 1999. Well, that 99 draft was a bad one. The guys that went second and third that year were pretty good, though. Did Atlanta take Kerry Letton in second overall? Not in that year. That was not in, that year. But that was in 2 in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, do you know who went second and third? They played a lot of games. but Berkey stepped up and coordinated a couple moves and got guys second and third. They were pretty good. That was in the Patrick Steffen trade, yeah. Yeah. Uh, our, our yeah, draft. They, they, yeah. So, and you know what? He didn't rush those guys. They, the Swedish twins? They went back over for another year, stayed yeah. in Sweden, and then they played behind the West Coast Express, right? Yeah, they were, I mean... You can't compare the Sedins to normal players. They're Michael says Justin Pogge. I can't believe he uh, yeah. couldn't make it. Uh, Bob, the owners should trade Cassian and something for uh, Julius Honka, room a roommate for Polyarby. I don't. Well, I don't. I don't see Dallas doing that deal. We're going to talk about Cassian here momentarily too. We've got a full hour here, Mark. We haven't mm-hmm. even got into that yet. Um, Texas at 6.30, 6.30. Tweet us at orders now. Out of Provost, Alberta, this team baffles me. Isn't it? They're on a 6-1-1 one one run. This team baffles me. If you have a high-priority European, then hire a skills coach. There should be a Finnish skills coach with NHL experience to help interpret the language and be able to communicate with everything he's going through because he went through it. Develop your players using resources. Get creative. Well, that's, that's fair. I'm, I'm a little... Um you know, we're three years here in Canada, and if we're still saying that the language... I don't hear in the Oilers' room that the language barrier yeah. is that strong anymore. When he first showed up, yeah. Uh, I'm going to assume that it's not that big a deal anymore. I've spoken to him. He's not exactly effusive in English, but he understands everything you say to him, and he can speak back, no problem. So I think fans out there, you're overplaying that language card. I don't think it exists near to the extent you think it does. By the way, uh, is it the curse of the number four pick? Huge bust, Jason Bond Sr., number four, 1994. You were around Jason Bond Sr. Oh, yeah, that. huge bust. Way too early to write off one yes of Paul Yarby. Let's establish that right now. That was the year where... Um, Smith went sixth and Jeff O'Neill went fifth. Right, Ryan's, the Oilers had four and six. And Lauren Davis, uh, they wanted Smith in four, fourth. And Slots uh, and his scouts took him sixth took on senior first and I believe that Lauren Davis said if you don't take sixth uh, Smith sixth I'm going to work for somebody else <laughs> he basically laid it on the line take Smitty and uh, like a lot of the things Lauren Davis thought he was right on with that one well his last sort of pick that he was credited with Jordan Everly 22nd yeah. in 19, uh, 2008 yep. you can text us at 630-630 tweet us at orders now email us orders now at 630chat.com stop for inspector every Tuesday for horse racing Alberta and the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry it is 127 uh, Specs going to hang around we're going to talk a bit about the Zach Cassian situation mm-hmm and uh, maybe a couple other things, uh, but off to a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon 
on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.